This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Daily Reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 647, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in, chrono uh, in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today we are reading the Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verses 1 through 7. The Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verses 1 through 7. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, at the Song of Solomon. And I, I think I'm enjoying this book more this time around than ever before. Uh, uh, it is not, it has never been one of my favorite books, and I say that humbly and respectfully. Spurgeon has helped me to love it more because I've never seen a man take devotional, get devotional material out of the Song of Solomon, but he had a rare gift. Spurgeon had a rare gift. He can take one word and preach a 10-page sermon from it. And he, he was blessed with the mother load of unction and anointing. There's no doubt about it. But what contributed to that is the fact that he uh, prayed and had devotion with his family in the morning and in the evening. So pastors, remember that. The morning is just, the morning is not enough uh, and not doing it at all is worse. And so, uh, but I have also enjoyed this because I have issued a challenge to married Christian couples uh, to get back to having sex uh, following uh, a diet book uh, that's a vegetarian-based no oil, and you skip a meal and you have sex with your spouse. That is, between a man and a woman who are married in holy matrimony before God Almighty. We're not talking about you people, man and a man, a woman and a woman. None of that demonic foolishness. We're not talking about uh, trans, we're not talking about transgendered so-called people, zombies, and uh, we're not doing. We're not talking about. We're not talking. I'm not even. I'm not talking about even people who are married, and remarried, divorced and remarried, and all of that, without any real biblical provable grounds before God. And you know. You know, this is what I've told your pastor. Don't even, don't even get involved with that. Don't have the church investigating stuff like that. Uh, 
God knows who did what. And these people, these two people here are going to lie. Don't even get yourself in. I'm, I'm serious, pastors. Don't even get yourself involved in that. Stay untainted from those lies and foolishness with these couples in your church. It is a hot mess. God does not want you to get bogged down with that. Okay? Uh, get with other churches in the community if you still have churches in your community. And all of you pay a bona fide, uh, educated, experienced counselor who loves to do that kind of work, who is called to do that kind of work. And there's a place for people like that in the church. But make sure they get they have a good track record. I'm reminded of Dr. Frazier Crane in the movie in the show Frazier. He would always be trying to counsel couples and in their marriages and his married life was shot to hell. So was his brothers and uh and almost everybody else in the show. It's just a mess. And oftentimes he fell under conviction, trying to advise others about their marriage, and his marriage was shot and gone. We don't need Dr. Fraser Crane in the church. Uh, no, they, they had a great comedy, but we don't need that in the church. We don't. No. <laughs> no. In fact, I want to see the, the people you hire. I want to make sure they have never been divorced and remarried. I'm not interested. Listen to me. I have no interest in these people who have tried this and tried that. And now they know they have the solution. Uh-uh. No, no, no. I don't give a flip about that. No, no. Are you still married to the wife of your youth, man and woman? Are you still married to the husband of your youth? Are all of your children yours? You said, preacher, you're making people feel bad who got mixed families and blended families and been divorced and remarried. I, I, I have nothing to do with that. And see, that's what's wrong with you pastors and you preachers. You're concerned about the feelings of the people. Be concerned about God's feelings. Jesus was very straightforward about this. Unless for adultery... You ought to stay married if you don't. If you get a divorce and get married to somebody else, both of you are committing adultery. You're living in adultery, he said. I don't want to get started on this tonight, people. Okay, so don't get me started on this tonight. I don't care. You, you mad because I said that? I, I can care less, man, woman. You should have never done it, and you know that. You feel guilty over it now. Here you are in a house with somebody else's children, and somebody else got your children. The devil is a lie. That's hell. That's literal hell. And I thank God I never went through that. It's only by the grace of God. And I, yes, I do know some of you did it in ignorance, but you still have not gotten it straight. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, you have, you're living in adultery. And it's nothing but a continual funeral and death. So.
I, I can't help it if you get hurt over what I just said. You, 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 you need to do it God's way. And pastors, you need to preach the truth and you need to get out of the way. Tell, preach the truth, tell the truth and get out of the way. And let God do what he's going to do. Because, see, that's why your church that was running 2,000, you said, uh, they running two now. Barely that. In fact, the church doors have not been opened yet. Because God, God wiped out the church through the coronavirus plague. So many people died, pastors and and. and, and and, and bishops don't even want to tell the truth. Don't even want to know how many died. Pastor friends who were here just a little while back, a little while ago, now they're gone. And so those of you who have a piece of marriage, hold on to it. And it's a blessing to have a warm body beside you to do things with. And let me tell you men something. Some of you men who have lost your minds. Interested in some stinking, ugly, hairy man. You got to be kidding me. Look at me real good in my eyes. Have you lost your mind? When God gave you a beautiful woman. And may I say this. I might not be able to get away with it. But a woman's body is a playground for a man, son. Son, what do you what what do you want with some ugly bony man? God forbid! All these beautiful, fine, fat women around here can't find a man. And I don't know why women are not revolting against this homosexual foolishness. Men interested in men and not in all your fineness. And God made you that way. In the words of Bishop Daniel White Jr., you people got things ass backwards. And really, seriously. It's disgusting. Men interested in men. Looking at men. Lusting at the men. Acting like a little girl with your broken wrist self mess. Nasty. Filthy. Unclean. And by the way, everybody. God has used the prophet in this country. And people tried to kill me. They tried to use my own family against me. But the tide is turning. Superman, the homosexual Superman, which is an oxymoron, demonic statement from hell, is disgusting. I can't even get it out of my mind. I don't want it in my mind. A superman, a man of steel, kissing some little queer devil. Are you kidding me? Well, they killed it. You know why they killed it? Because nobody wants that garbage. And, 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 uh, and, and the, big, the big homosexual coming out movie, which was supposed to be so big, the picture with a man's hand. Both men got their hand on each other's butt. Huh? What? I can't hear you. <laughs> uh, what happened to that? It dropped like 
lead down into the sea. You know why? You know why? I, I told them that people know it's not people in America don't want that mess. No, man. Give me lifetime, and may God forbid that they put some mess on on lifetime. I think somebody talked about it the other day. Yeah, give 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 me give me a, a man give me a man and a woman getting together. That's what excites me. I like that, and I'm a man. I want to see that. That's all right. That's how it ought to be. Song of Solomon. Get it on with your married uh, self, with your spouse. Nobody else, and nobody else in the room with you. No throppos, you devils. I tell you the truth. You got got single women in the bed with you, single men in the bed right in the middle of you. One get through using the person. God forbid, and then you, with your nasty self, use them. And you people are going to hell as fast uh, as a Tesla car by itself. You're going, you're going straight to hell in a handbasket. How beautiful are thy feet with shoes. <laughs> Woo. O prince's daughter. The joints of thy thighs are like jewels, the work of the hands of a cunning workman. This is a man after my own heart. You know what he's saying? Excuse me, I know I'm not supposed to comment. I can't help it. You know what he's saying? He's saying the same that I've been saying. God, the most beautiful thing that God has ever made in the history of the world, beyond the moon, beyond the stars, beyond the earth, and all that big time stuff. Is a fine woman. My, my, my. I don't know what in the world you want with a man. You devils. You've lost your righteous minds. For there is nothing more glorious. Nothing more beautiful. Than a fine, fat woman made by the hand of God. Now that's what this man is talking about. This man is a man after my own heart. Thy navel is like a round goblet, which wanteth not liquor. <sighs> what? Thy belly is like an heap of wheat, set about with lilies. Thy two breasts are like two young rows. That are twins. Amen. Thy neck is as a tower of ivory. I told you one of the most beautiful parts of a woman is her neck. So while you women out there using Botox and 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 plastic surgery on your face and your face is all tight and taut, you we don't know whether you're smiling or you're sad. But your neck is all wrinkled up. Do something with your neck too if you want to do all that. Or keep your neck like it's supposed to be. And keep your face like it's supposed to be. The neck is beautiful, man. I, I saw, I saw, let me just say, let me go on. Ivory. Thine eyes like the fish pools in Heshbon. By the gate of Bath Rabbi. 
Beth Rabim, rather. Thy nose is as the tower of Lebanon, which looketh toward Damascus. Thine head upon thee is like Carmel, and the hair of thine head like purple. The king is held in the galleries. How fair and how pleasant art thou, O love, for delights. This thy stature is like to a palm tree, and thy breasts to clusters of grapes. Glory be to God. Let me hurry up and pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And Lord, as you have heard me, thank you down through the years. And even my wife has heard me say it. Lord God in heaven, thank you for the gift of sex. What a great blessing that is. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for beautiful, fine women. And Lord, the ability and the privilege and the blessing uh, to lie beside a woman and to have sex. I know the young people and people in the evangelical church thinks it's, uh, they think it is unholy and ungodly, but yet they look at pornography on their phones. Uh, God help them, and Lord help them to get the real thing and enjoy the real thing that you gave us. What a blessing. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out uh, to read the Big Family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today, but these are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible. I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. 
And that leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <clears throat> now hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it and do it and be blessed by it. And Jesus will save you today. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead. Please pray with me this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today... I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. 
I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.